Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sitap, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. And introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my wonderful co-host, Mina kunlo Sitat. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. So today, we thought it'd be fun to explore behind the scenes of Mina launching a new business and a new product line, and her first launch is now on Amazon. And we wanted to sort of take our listeners through the journey. So understanding how Mina created it, why she created it, and sort of the you know, behind the scenes and the highs, lows, pitfalls, the struggles that she's dealing with because she is an expert and has an amazing business on Amazon, but there's always new things to learn. And when you're launching a new product in a different time, the struggles and challenges that come with that. And so we wanted to really just share where she's at now. And then we will do a later podcast on where she is or sharing sort of updates on the business. So Mina, you have launched Oasis Soap. Yes. Oasis Soap Co. I bet you guys didn't think that I could have too many businesses. (laughs) I feel like it's a lot of businesses, right? Um, There's little labels, which is so, I'm in so deep um, and the products boss. And then there's Oasis Soap Co, which is charcoal cleansing bar. So basically charcoal soap that can be used for so many things. Um, I, so kind of the backstory when I gave birth, you know, your body changes significantly. And, um, and then also with my youngest daughter, Layla, when she turned four months, she had emergency open heart surgery and she was in the intensive care for like a month. And so when I left the intensive care, I had psoriasis all over my body, patches of psoriasis. And it's a genetic thing, but I had never even really gotten acne before, honestly, like I don't really have skin issues. And so I spent the last three years figuring out what is going on with my skin. And a few of the things my dermatologist said was that it's from stress. You know, it was basically triggered. Some people go through, um, since it's an autoimmune thing, they never have psoriasis, even though it's in kind of their, their bloodline. But since going through pregnancy, my body changing, and then also through the open heart surgery and being under the stress of that, my body didn't know how to cope with all the stress. And then I ended up having really bad psoriasis. So for the three years, I tried so many lotions, so many shampoos and conditioners. I bathed in my sister's breast milk. Did I tell you this? Based off that Kardashian episode. So Kim Kardashian has psoriasis, you know, we're basically twins. And (laughs) so she steals Courtney's breast milk because it's an antibacterial fluid that can help with psoriasis. So my sister, she had a second baby in the three years that I was trying to figure out this whole psoriasis thing. And she gave me 16 pouches of breast milk and I put it in the bathtub and soaked in it for like an hour. And it did not help. Like it was so greasy. It was crazy. And I was like, no wonder like my niece loves this milk so much. It's like basically, you know, fats 
So that didn't help. So I was pretty desperate. And so one of the things that really helped was keeping my skin clean. And I only wanted to go natural. So I did not take any medication prescriptions and stuff like that. And so then I came up with a soap because charcoal is a natural vegan material. So basically activated charcoal and it pulls grime and toxins out of your pores without any chemicals. The soap is completely organic. And since the FDA said that you can't say that activated charcoal is organic, all organic besides the activated charcoal that's added. So that's basically what it is. And I just launched it um, because it helped my skin. I wanted it to help other people. That's kind of where my journey started. So three years in the making. Okay. So you were inspired by creating this product for a need that you have. um, And from your own research, like in discovering things for your body, the things you've tried, um, and then you decided to source the soap or, or how did you sort of decide on the product that you wanted to, to put out there? Why not just like activated charcoal that they could rub on their skin? Um, I tried a lot of things. I didn't like the charcoal powder. Um, I tried shower gels and um, shampoos and things. There was nothing that worked as effectively as a soap bar. So that's how I decided on that. I originally thought I was going to do a shower gel because I don't know. I thought it looked, it would work better. Oh, I also um, tried out bath bombs that were charcoal. So many things. So you basically tried things for yourself. And then what you felt was a product that you should move forward on. And you thought there's other people out there that might need this. Yeah. I basically um, figured out that I wanted to do a soap bar with charcoal in it. And then I found a soap maker that was able to make them in batches in the formula that I wanted. So I picked out my oils. I picked out all all organic stuff. I picked out, um, you know, like I limited certain things like you can have tea tree oil in there, which is good for acne, but it actually was too tingly. I didn't like the way that that felt. So I pulled that out of the original formula. And so I basically picked my formula before they batched it. And then um, they sampled it out and then I tried it out and then I moved forward on a thousand of them. Okay. So tell us a little bit about, so you, you came up with the idea, you tried a bunch of different things and then tell us about the sourcing. Um, so if someone's starting out a new product-based business, how do they go about sourcing? You find manufacturers. So basically just like soap manufacturers, there may, there's manufacturers for everything under the sun. So basically I called a ton of manufacturers. Some of them were too small me ever scaling. Some of them had their own formulas and they weren't willing to do custom. This manufacturer that I found, I liked their price points. I liked that they were able to scale. And I liked that I could do things like eventually I could actually put an imprint into it, you know, and have like my logo in there. Um, And then it'd be priced per bar, you know, 10 cents additionally a piece or whatever. So I liked that. I also liked the processes. They are able to take the boxes that I send them and then um, put the soap in there and then it gets shipped out from there. So then it prevents it from being damaged or the soap won't break and things like that. So I really had to think about the full process of getting into warehouse and, and how many hands it hands that it touches, you know, I didn't want them to break or melt in the sun. And a totally other product than something that you, you were already doing and doing really well with. So I think that your superhero power strengths are that you're able to source. And we've talked about in another episode, the fact that you are, you have the know-how. So you're able to basically create packaging, make something look really legit versus there's other people that might have a soap company, but they don't really have the connections with the, 
or they don't even have the the know-how or the superhero powers, <laughs> the superpowers, I keep, <laughs> but basically to, to design it. And so they're trying to get what's in their head out. Or for me, I really trust the designers I work with. So I know what I like and I don't like, but it sometimes it's hard for me to say what I need. So I tell them like, you, this is like how I feel about it. Present it back to me. I'll know if I like it or I don't like it. So you've got the ability to kind of be that person for yourself and make it happen. I don't even know if I 100% love my packaging. That was actually the hardest part. It was really, really hard for me to come up with something because I was looking at to see what's on the market. I wanted to differentiate myself and I felt like it had to be a little bit black heavy because it's charcoal. And all of the soap companies that I saw that were out there were more like craft paper boxes or things like that that were more natural. Um, and they were just like off the shelf type of items, you know, like they were little craft boxes that they put like a, a wrap around. I didn't want to do it that way. I wanted to like have it look like it could be an Ulta. It was really hard. My husband wasn't totally in love with the design. There was, I, this was probably like my 20th design um, because at first I was trying to do like natural stuff since it's pure plant-based. I thought I'm going to make it look really organic-y and spa-like. Well, that using certain words in your head when you're trying to put together a package is so hard because then you're like, this doesn't look spa-like. Basically, it was, it was, that was the hardest part and I'm still not sure if I love it. So even though you feel like it's not perfect, you can still move forward with things. You know, there's that whole pro progress is better than perfection, right? I like it enough. I'm probably going to tweak it a little bit and um, the first run you're never going to be a hundred percent satisfied with it, which mm -hmm. by the way, I accidentally deleted the space between made in the USA. It says made in the USA, the USA runs together. Mm -hmm. <sighs> and you know, and that's something that there, I mean, again, we're experts, but things still happen. And when you're doing it on your own, um, and Mina like will work at all hours. And so she's probably creating this on her own, um, that she will, you know, she's not going to see everything versus if you have somebody to bounce these ideas off of, which I don't think you, maybe you did send me the packaging, but maybe I looked it on my phone. I think it got through, it went through three sets of eyes. So you can be Procter and Gamble and still do mm -hmm. a misstep. You know, this is my first run. So I was like, you know what? I'm probably going to be the only person that even notices this, but I'll need to fix it for next time. So yeah, I went through three sets of eyes. Myself, my husband's the printer, actually probably more yours. Either way, it it's okay. <laughs> you know, like I'm okay with moving forward and I still love it. And, but yeah, the packaging was definitely the hardest part. I had a typo on my wedding invitation, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom. I don't remember what it is. I think I blocked that out, but also a lot of people saw it. Um, so, okay. So we've dealt with packaging and now you have gotten the product up on Amazon. So I know you're not dedicating a lot of time to it right now because you're in the season of little labels and it's one of your busy seasons, but tell us about getting it on Amazon and um, where you're at with that. Yeah. So it's live. It can be purchased. So if anybody wants to look it up, it's Oasis and then soap and it's the charcoal one that gets pulled up. And so if you just, uh, you know, put that into the search engine and um, you can buy it. Right now I'm getting ready for prime day for low labels. So basically I have no time to uh, dedicate to Oasis, but starting in July, because 
you know, this prime day push will end June 26th is when we have to have the inventory in. I'm going to be shifting my focus onto Oasis. I have it live right now because I want to sit with the feeling of how my messaging is. Like right now, it says a lot of things like helps with psoriasis, helps with a large pores. Basically, bottom line, activated charcoal is like magic. It works on so many things. And so like flaky skin, oily skin, it also works on hormonal acne. I think that to differentiate myself from my, from my competitors, I'm going to have a very specific target market. And that is going to be moms that deal with hormonal acne when they're pregnant and when they give birth, when they're in birth and when they're nursing. So basically your hormones are a change in, and, and a lot of times people don't want to take steroids or they don't want to take medicine to deal with that kind of stuff. So I think I'm going to start with that route and I want to let it sit there and let it marinate, I guess, but then have it there. So if people want to buy it and they know the advantages and benefits of a charcoal soap, they can still do it. So you're niching down maybe to psoriasis as like a, this is a problem solver for it, but even more so you're not marketing to everybody with psoriasis. When you start to really focus in on the business and maybe you're doing Instagram or Pinterest or you're building the business, you're going to actually focus down even more so onto moms. Like I get you, I get what you go through. You're dealing with hormones. This is what happened to me. Here's my solution. So you're going to even, you're going to niche down your customer. Everyone can use it but this is where you're going to focus your, your time and your efforts. Yeah. I think with psoriasis too, um, since you can't cure psoriasis, this is just a way that I help to manage my skin. I call it chemical free skincare, right? Like it's basically how I live my everyday life. I honestly thought that my psoriasis would go away one day if I worked out enough, if I sweated it out, you know, because it appeared one day, literally appeared one day. Um, but that was not the case. And so I just had to deal with it in real life. And charcoal soap was my way of doing that. I don't think it's for everybody in that uh, psoriasis is a big deal. It, it's varying for people. So I don't think it, though it can help in a some sort of regimen, skin regimen, it might not be enough for people who have like severe, severe, severe psoriasis. Some people have it like covering their entire body, you know. So I know that you were saying that you're, you know, you've launched this and maybe you have a few challenges that you're dealing with. And so we were going to chat about what some things that you might have questions about, or you might just want to bounce ideas off of me. Yeah. I think one of the things is that messaging and finding my avatar. I'm kind of like, is that mom niche because it overlaps with the labels. I feel like that's kind of what I did. I took my mom life and figured it out and charcoal helps with a whole bunch of things. The other niche that I, I feel really pulled by is people who work out and it could be moms that work out because you're sweating. And then when you sweat, your toxins go back into your body because you're sweating it out and then it absorbs back. Your skin is actually really absorbent, but charcoal actually will pull that away and it does it activated charcoal will just like flush it down the drain. Right. And so that's another niche that I think is so intriguing is that those people that work out and it could be, you know, that they're wanting to detoxify their body and clean out their pores. So is that too many to narrow in on, or is it the mom that works out and also is nursing, you know? Well, how are you, how are you going to market to your customer right now? So I want to either, I want to align with influencers basically do I tap into like the working out and the fitness ones? 
I don't know because they're bombarded with a lot of offers and I don't know if soap is sexy enough for them or is it sexy enough for them? I don't know. You know, like, what do you think? Well, I know, I know Kim Kardashian has the, has psoriasis and she talks about it a lot and cries about it a lot, but her (laughs) sister, same, same twins. You just don't have a camera crew following you around. Um, And then you have Kourtney Kardashian who really positioned her brand and herself as like the mom of all of them, like the mom's mom. And, you know, where she has gluten-free and she, I think she probably was sponsored by like Manuka Honey, but she will, and Ghee, like she brought all these sort of like natural products to the forefront, but she doesn't have the psoriasis aspect of it. So if you went to her, it would be about just like, a soap for toxins versus if you went to Kim Kardashian, it would be for her psoriasis. And it's like a solution to a problem of something that really is. And you, you know, you think about those commercials, like the medication you could be on for psoriasis. Um, I think that for, for you, I think if you Pinterest, for example, if you started doing some like blogs about it, if you started kind of maybe writing about it or doing some video posts or doing like top 10 tips or cures for psoriasis, or if you did something for toxicity and, and toxins and you saw maybe what was getting the most traction, I would tell you though, in the very beginning, I would reach out to both and see which one sort of takes off. Finding a mom who works out that has psoriasis is um, difficult, but I think psoriasis and like solving a problem naturally, I think that makes you stand out actually from the, from the competition. Yeah. And I kind of like it a little bit because it solves a problem. Whereas Mm -hmm. I think that people who work out, they don't see it as a problem that their skin is dirty. Thinking they're sweating it out. They're not thinking, oh, I need some soap that cleans out my pores or whatever. But if that was the case, and I've talked to like some of my clients about this before, you would just need to let people know that that is a problem. So you need to educate people on an issue to then have them know that that issue needs to be solved. So um, like straws, like plastic, like how straws are having this big thing right now, plastic straws, people that cared have known for a very long time, the plastic bottles, plastic straws are bad for the environment. There was a story specifically on plastic straws and it made like national news media really was promoted. So there's people that we know that are making like metal straws that have been making metal straws forever. And now, now with this like tick on like the national news media, that it's, it's something that's being solved. So until you can really push that as a problem and really get people to know that it's a problem, then it's not yet. Unless you're going for like the natural, the natural people like, um, like Sofia Miyakova, she's a big influencer. She's like super sexy, beautiful, wears like a lot of sexy fashion and that's, but she's also a vegan. So she's constantly also talking about like all her vegan meals. Plus she's sexy. So she's like, guys like her and she wears clothes that girls follow and try and be. And so it'd be aligning yourself even more niche down to that. Yeah. I love that. I think a lot of the, because psoriasis has to do so much with diet too. Mm. I should be vegan as well. My vegan friend, but I am not, Um, but I'll think about it, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm in psoriasis support groups on Facebook and they're always talking about lifestyle and eating habits and stuff. And there are some people that literally, they're so strict on their diet. I need to be better about it because there are certain triggers and everything. But yeah, um, super interesting. It might go hand in hand. That was one of the things I thought about is maybe reaching out to 
people that are vegan and also maybe nutritionists, I feel like people, nutritionists have, their clout has definitely gone up in the past years, you know, before there was no need for it. Now people are like, they're a big deal, you know, and people hire them to <laughs> create a diet for them and things like that. So. That was my Hanukkah present from my husband. Oh, really? He was a nutritionist? <laughs> I wanted a vegan nutritionist because I was like, I need to know how to eat well. And it was like upping my protein, but not knowing how to eat protein if I wasn't eating slices of turkey or chicken breast. But, and that, that comes with like having, being able to afford like a service like that. And also depending on where you are, right? I was in Los Angeles. It was, you know, typical. It wasn't something weird. Um, not weird, but not atypical. So what you were saying about the groups you're in, I feel like I would align with the psoriasis and the psoriasis groups. And I don't know if you can give discounts on Amazon or can you give like a, a discount code to anybody? No, you can't sell in them in those groups, but yeah, that's the other thing. Where am I going to find all these psoriasis ridden people? Could you, <laughs> could you, so in the psoriasis group, could you say that you're looking for like a beta group that you would like to test the soap on and that maybe you pick, you have, like you said, a thousand bars of soap. Could you do 50, a hundred? Like, could you say like first hundred people that email me, I'll send you soap. And then maybe I could ask the admin. Yeah. Or like even slice them, like make them smaller. It depends on what you want to do. Cause I like, if you go to Lush, which is like an expensive soap company and they make it all naturally. Um, they do little slices of soap, but let's just say you, you, you put your money towards gifting to people who actually have the problem. Then all of a sudden they're aware of it. And perhaps then you could ask in your little package to them, if you love this, it's available on Amazon. I would love for you to, you know, purchase and review sort of thing. Um, and so just reaching out to your network to start getting that information spread. Yeah. I definitely need to send out samples and there's actually, I use my soap in a specific way. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard of, uh, konjac sponges, but they're basically like, it's a root and they're, I think they're Japanese, but basically it's a, a vegetable. A root? And, yeah. A root. <laughs> a root. <laughs> it's okay. You're from the Midwest. And I'm from yeah, I am. That's how they say it around here. Uh, <laughs> and, um, so basically it comes in, it's really small. When you soak it in water or you run it under running water, it becomes like five times bigger. It's a really soft sponge. Imagine a really soft loofah that's all natural though. So I put that against my charcoal bar. That way I'm loofahing. And so I think that I'm going to add that on as a, like kind of like a kit to my influencers. I would tell you to look at the groups that you're in and see how many members are in those groups. And then not every, even though if they're psoriasis, they may not have created a product. And you could literally say like, I've been a part of this group. I just launched this. I want to do a beta group or a test group. Um, and you could ask for like, you could say the first hundred people, you could say anyone in the group, you know, you can decide whether if you, I would tell you to slice the bars and do like little bits of it because if they have a full bar of soap, they may not need to buy something right away. And then I would direct them to to your Amazon. I know that to me looking at you, cause I can see her on zoom, you feel uncomfortable in that. <laughs> you... These people are, I feel like I'm capitalizing on their desperation because I've been there. I've been desperate enough to bathe in my sister's breast milk, which my other sister was like, do not ever tell this story, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And now and you have a podcast and you hear it for everyone. <laughs> on air forever. And so, and their psoriasis is far worse than mine. Mine is not anything compared to them. So I feel like one, I don't know if I can deliver to helping them enough 
And two, I feel like, I feel a little bit uncomfortable because I don't want them to feel like I'm being disingenuous. Okay. So if you were in the group, how about instead of trying to sell to them, if you were in the group and you said, Hey, I, I also have psoriasis. I invent, I kind of like invented this idea. Um, I'd love to send samples because I'm doing a beta group of testing, because if you're going to grow this business, you may also want to have like, you know, a thing where if a hundred people tested it, 90, 90% of them saw results in 10 days. And like, maybe you create a questionnaire. So you're, you're, because it's a connection to other people that are experiencing the same problem. Cause the other thing is, is if they come back and they're like, it didn't work, then maybe you do shift it to, I mean, it works on you. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to like experiment on other people because it is sort of something that you're I mean, you don't really want to claim it, claim it like it could, you know, cause it's not FDA approved and like, this is a Yeah. Solution. And it's not a cure. It's definitely just great for your skin. Right. If you have psoriasis, especially you should be taking care of your skin, you know? Right. And so maybe it's just trying to get sort of proof, like proof or just data to then back up some of it or to say like, you know, people with psoriasis have said this, or I battled with psoriasis for 10 years and I tried this and it really, you know, minimized the flare ups or helped reduce the flare ups. Um, cause you can also test it that if it doesn't really get going within a group of people who are really dealing with it, then it might be that you shift over your focus to like toxicity, like metals that like ooze out of your body when you're sweating. And then it's like a really natural way of like getting that off. Either way, you've created a product that you need to educate people on that this is a solution to something. And then if they don't even know that there's a problem, letting them know what the problem is. Yeah. Feels like I'm back at startup again, let me tell you. You are. That's why we're doing this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, this is the hard part for sure. Um, People in startup, myself included right now, it's like your your wheels are constantly turning. Mm -hmm. There's so many struggles. Um, I don't have the same struggles with the little labels. I feel like my mind gets wrapped around things that are a lot more um, like I'm, I'm, I like to scale better than I like to start up. Let's just say some people love a startup, not me. Well, I think yeah. you've invested in the product. You've invested in the time and effort that you've put it up. You're sitting on, did you say a thousand bars of soap? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've got a thousand bars of soap. And so whether you sell them off in the first year, or it's something that you just kind of have like my cuffs couture that are currently in the closet mocking me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have soap for the rest of my life. If and, I have, and I have cuffs for the rest of my life. So if anybody wants any, message me. No. Um, so, but it's something that the other thing that Mina and I really vibe on is that like we're creative and we like creating and we like um, coming up with ideas and we are able to make things happen. So this is something that you are inspired by and you're able to make happen. And when you're ready, that's the other thing I have to say is like when you're ready to invest your time into this and the efforts. Cause you do have, this is a side hustle for you. Like little labels is your, your business, like your huge business. Um, then you'll do it. But meanwhile, it's just starting to marinate on these thoughts and ideas and seeing where it's kind of one of those things like where you wake up. I think you told me, do you lay down to think? Yeah. So I one do. of those times that, you, cause I go on vacation to think like if I'm, and I was like, oh, but I'm laying down because if I'm by a pool, I might come up with like some awesome inspiration, but she lays down to think. So it might be one day where like you're laying down and all these conversations, something clicks through and you're like, oh wait, I've got it. And that'll be your next move. 
I mean, it's super exciting. Um, I would say for our listeners, if you ever decide to do a side hustle on your major biz, which I know the product boss is another side hustle. So don't do too many, but always have one main gig and have that be the stable one. You know, low labels is my leading business and it's definitely stable. I am growing it a lot. So I'm in that growth to expansion stage right now. That was the only way that I was able to do this whole nother venture startup. So don't add on too much. And then also make sure that one of your main thing is stable. Otherwise you will drive yourself nuts with trying to make something work in a quick amount of time that it may not be able to produce for you. And this isn't something that you're needing to rush to market. It's not like you quit your corporate job and you need to get this out there to support your family. It's something that as a creator and an inventor, you were inspired to do and you're trying it. And I mean, we've all started and tried a bunch of different types of businesses or I've offered, like I've offered services. There's, I have ideas that I take action on. I have ones I don't, but I think it's just really interesting to see the other side. And the thing that I'm interested in learning about as you build this business is Amazon today versus Amazon when you started little labels. So I know you say that you got in at a time where people were able to review it that maybe didn't buy it. And now it's like, they have, it's like, they've had to buy it. They can't be related to you. They might even know if you're Facebook friends. They can't even be your acquaintance. I mean, yeah. yeah Facebook friends or anything like that. So I can't pull from my own network, but that's not to say that those people aren't going to buy. I've gotten 11 sales and eight of them were from people that I knew, you know, that just, wanted to try out the product or whatever. So those sales still kind of go into the Amazon queue. They're just not able to review and things like that. And they don't hold as much clout, probably 10 to one ratio on an actual real purchase. Yeah. So if you don't know us, go buy Oasis soap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and review a, it. I'm super excited about it. It's, it's, you know, it's definitely taking a lot of my time just coming up with the idea, executing, sourcing it, all that stuff. If I didn't believe in it, I wouldn't even do it because I don't even need to do it. But the thing is, I'm excited about having another product that could help another mom. This basically is my avatar, the busy mom that's trying to figure things out. Basically, I am creating stuff that I've used, that I've, you know, worked out in my own life to really help me. And if it doesn't work out, what am I going to lose? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be building bricks in the basement. But um, everybody's so, going to get charcoal soap for Christmas for the next <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> but it's for moms who love easy. So I think, I think you've said it in this conversation a couple of times that it's going to stay moms right now because that's what I think you feel most aligned to and probably can speak to and motivates you most. So right now you're staying with moms. Um, you are a mom who works out as active stress management and has psoriasis. So I think you'll see where it lands. And even in the like entrepreneurial mom groups that you're in, it's something that once you start to talk about, it might be something that people are like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. Or I use activated charcoal. I drink it in my juices, you know, so how can you yeah. keep on your body? And it's a new trend, right? Like coconut was trending. Um, almonds were trending. Activated charcoal is a new trend. So it's great to be in on that before it's everyone has it. And a lot of kids have psoriasis. So like if your six-year-old son has it, you're not going to give him, you might give him steroid cream, a topical cream, but you won't give him, you know, oral medication or prescriptions. 
it's a great option to have because kids are really self-conscious about that kind of stuff, especially if you're a boy and you can see that hairline. It's a lot of times um, along your hairline and things like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's I'm excited about it. I want to see where it goes. And the worst thing that's lost is my time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I'm a really big encourager, obviously in the way that I do my business of like, what are you going to look back on in your life and say like, God, I wish I did that. I wish I tried that. So sometimes there's ideas that really inspire us and I'm proud of you for, um, you know, pushing this through and doing something that you've been thinking about and mulling over for a long time. And it's fun to hear about you in the startup phase because you are in such a, <laughs> you are, you're just, you've got such a I successful hate, business. I hate this stage. <laughs> And so now everyone knows too, like you can be successful at something and try something else and know that like you do kind of go back a bit, but you're probably making better choices than as we like to say, baby Mina made, you know, back in the day, you've got more tools now at your disposal. Yeah. And right now I'm giving myself more time to think about it. I don't like to think when I'm in overwhelmed status and that's the status I'm in right now because of all the prime day and doing stuff for low labels and stuff. So once I can think about it, that's when I'll start making some major strategy decisions of what I want to do. But yeah, I never make any big decisions when I'm feeling overwhelmed because they're made out of franticness, you know? So we'll come back closer to the holidays, which by the way, I came up with a whole new idea for you right now because my husband's family celebrates Christmas and they always, they put coal in the stocking Uh of like, it's like this one coal that's been around for 30 years, but it's a coal soap. And um, they put it in the stocking and usually like my father-in-law gets for it. For Hanukkah or for, for Christmas in there. Oh, oh, no oh, stockings. <laughs> but, but it could be like, it could, you could almost do this like Christmas pitch of like, you know how there's like the joke or not, I don't know, coal. Yeah. Christmas, like yeah. naughty or nice kind of thing. But oh, let's, I love it. let's check back in closer to the holidays because I think that'll be a really good time. You're obviously going to, you're working on little labels right now. This is your high season. Um, product boss, we're, we're launching our masterminds in September at the beginning of the fall and then your product. And that's what we're going to be working on your product, getting it ready to sell at Christmas. And so you're going to go through the cycles that our, our masterminders are doing as well. And we'll check back in and see where your business is in like some months. Yeah. I wanted to bring that up too. the holiday to halo group program. So right now, I am testing out so many things. So for, you know how there's like the cyber five, which is the five days between Thanksgiving and cyber Monday, we'll be pushing really hard for holiday to halo for our masterminders to really leverage that time. Also there's a 12 days of giveaways is a really popular thing for Christmas. And so that would be really cool. The 12 days of giveaways, I could do giving away charcoal soap, but So to test these things out for little labels, because my Christmas is is essentially back to school, I'm going to be doing 12 days of giveaways for back to school. So August 1st through the 12th. And so I can see how certain emails work or whatever. So when we start a group coaching program, I'll have a lot more recent data to pull from and then able to help them say, hey, this coupon really worked well instead of this buy one, get one or whatever it might be, little tweaks here and there. Here's what we need to test or, you know, it'll be really interesting. I'm, I'm so excited for the group coaching program because it's so specific to a certain time from, you know, Thanksgiving all the way to quarter one. And those are basically the times that make or break your business. 
And that's the thing, right? Like you and I are in the business, like we have our own products or I'm trying to either liquidate a product or you're launching a product. And so because we're in it and we're experiencing it in real time, we're able to coach on it. And then, um, like you said, you're going to test out this 12 day gifting and see where it lands, because if it doesn't do that well, you'll have that feedback too for, you know, our listeners will do podcasts on it or the groups that we work with. So I want to thank everyone for joining us. Remember, um, you know, let them know how they can, how to spell it and how to get your soap if they're interested. <laughs> this was one of the things when I picked Oasis was people, do people know how to spell this? <laughs> so it's O-A-S-I-S. And then, so if you just put O-A-S-I-S soap into Amazon, it'll pull up the listing. There's only one. I tried it a million times. Hopefully somebody doesn't target that keyword. <laughs> <laughs> so if you need to find it, that's the place to find it. And if you end up buying it, let us know. Like we would love that support. If this is not a commercial for her, but but knowing that again, those connections and networks, if you guys are able to support us, we are also able to support you. So thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And we will talk to you again next week. Thanks everyone. This episode was brought to you by our new mastermind program, Holiday to Halo. You get the guidance of both myself and Jacqueline as your coaches inside an amazing group of fellow product-based business owners. Starting in September, we'll be getting a head start and ramping up to make a big impact on sales for the Cyber Five, which is Thanksgiving through Cyber Monday. Then on to Christmas revenue strategy. And to boost your growth into the new year, we'll be setting your business up for Halo sales into Q1. We would love for you to join us. Go to theproductboss.com slash mastermind for more information. Loved this episode of the Product Boss Podcast? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We would so appreciate it.